0: <laughs> and we're live this is episode three of season three of the mandalorium chapter 19 the convert with me as always my beautiful brother michael my baby brother, um, I'm your host. Why do my Luca. looks?
1: Why do my looks have to be the first thing you point out? Well,
0: now you're all baby faced as well. Because um, didn't you have a beard? True. Person? Yeah, the
1: last time I was here, I had a beard. Now spring, <laughs> springtime look. I, I, well, yeah, my hair was longer too. So sure, sure. And now we also have a two, special guest. Two haircuts. Would you like to introduce our special guest? This is my best friend Don. I've known him since second grade, first mm. grade, something like that.
0: I've known him since third grade.
1: Shout out to Winneb- <laughs> Winnebago Elementary.
0: <laughs> yes, um, Don. Thanks for joining us. Um, Shout out yeah, to yeah, the Kudamat abso- family. Absolutely, um, Don. I'm going to turn you up a little bit more. Um, but anyway, um, get comfortable. Um, yeah, get comfortable. Thank you for having <laughs> for us. Our, or thank you for, for joining us, many, yeah, for yeah, our many well. listeners. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I got to check now. Do we have any Filipino listeners? <laughs> there are some in Asia, though. No doubt about it.
1: Well, my brother
2: listened to that one, so technically you got one. Okay, okay, there you go.
0: But that still counts as tor- towards the U.S. But either way. Anyways, make sure you follow us uh, on Twitter at SW Rewatch Pod. Send us an email: uh, StarWarsRewatchPodcast at gmail And yes, shout out to John Luke for uh, it was funny. Some he was so excited
1: about like what we were doing uh, here. Yeah, sure. Why not?
0: Um, <laughs> I mean, he's already mentioned that they've got experience, you know, with the capture card, recording gameplay, um, and why not? Why not? Give it a go. Um, it's be- The barrier to entry now is much more, it's, it's way wider open. But anyways, uh, we caught Don up now on uh, season three of The Mandalorian, but... Since you're our special guest, why don't you go ahead and tell us what your Star Wars credentials are from oh, the start. Star Give Wars a... credentials. Yeah, so what kind of media it's, are you familiar with? What's your first experience with Star Wars in general? I'd say first experience, uh, so I have a, well, Filipino, so it's I
2: call him my <laughs> uncle. <but laughs> mm-hmm. Technically, he's like my second cousin, but because sure. he's older than me. Um, he is one of those avid like collectors of everything from... I mean, I mean, we're talking '90s, so from like Hot Wheels, micro machines to Marvel, DC, mm-hmm. and the one thing I think he had more than anything else was like an abund like a storage full of Star Wars stuff. It's like, Okay, I'm those my old, man, those old school little f- figures, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so I would we'd go to his house every weekend, and it's like like a toy store so clearly that's all all I yes, yes. Different out star of the wars box stuff. he had them out of the box no they were in the box oh shit yeah. okay yeah okay and uh he also had respect and for the i i mean I'm, i'll probably get uh, dragged but i don't remember the
0: super nintendo
2: star wars game it was super star wars, star wars. Oh, there it is super star wars yeah uh, so
0: that this opening theme song this is the 16-bit version of star wars yeah. <laughs> from that video game <laughs> yeah so, so yeah. how
2: famous do do you have to get till they start uh then you cease and desist, cease and desist on using your, uh, None, Anything
0: using that music. gets uploaded to YouTube is immediately demonetized. They're like, this has got copyrighted content on it, so uh, good luck there. Um, <laughs> but it's whatever. Um, yeah. We're uploading it for the fun of it. Um, and I didn't put a disclaimer we'll, in there.
1: We'll deal with that when we cross yeah. that bridge.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you start playing it in reverse. That way, they can't, get, can't get in trouble. Uh, change all the sharps to flats yep. in the music notes, so that way it's a completely different song. Um, you can't copyright melody. All right. Um, okay. So you had an old. So you had an uncle who's well, a second cousin who yeah. was at the age range of an uncle yeah, that was super me, into till, Star till Wars. The, till this
2: day, like that's that's you know that's that's what he's about still. Um, okay. So you you know and. In general, a lot of the stuff I got from him. So like my my fandom for Marvel, like it all rubbed out. Like it came from him. Like that's why I'm a big big fan of Marvels because all the stuff that I saw with him growing up, all the stuff that he'd show me. So, um, likewise with Star Wars, I'm still you know I don't uh, I'm familiar with all the movies and mm-hmm. all the more recent shows. Um, but in terms of you know deep delving and being like a of full on Star Wars, you know, had uh, not not there quite. <laughs> sure, sure. But watching all the movies, watching all the more recent shows yeah. is, is kind of where I'm at. Uh, some of the video games here and there. I think most of my video game Star Wars experience is through you guys.
0: Okay. So, yeah, where I'm at there. It was, uh, it had to be my first Star Wars game. And yeah, it was Super Star Wars on the Super Nintendo. There had been Star Wars games before that, but we didn't own an NES. So it yeah. was just the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And, um, then, of course, I don't know if you could see this on camera. It's probably too far away. Ooh, <laughs> there it is. You kind of see in my face. We'll post a video and photos. Yeah, Star right Wars, Shadow, <laughs> Shadows of the Empire. I remember The Neighbor having an N64. And um, this one is... Rogue we never owned that game, right? We, we just ne- played it. at We their never place. owned Rogue Squadron. We never no. owned Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, Shadows of the Empire. It was just the Coopers, our neighbors that lived behind us. They they were slightly older than us, like yeah. one or two grades older, and they had older sisters, so they had an Atari. <coughs> Excuse me, an NES. A Super Nintendo. Yeah, they had, and then when team. an N64 came out, man, they
2: had that right away. Squadron was um, the one they had at uh, arcades too. Or no, that's just Pod Racers. I'm, I'm jumping ahead already. Uh, the there,
0: actual, you're in the the pod. The Pod Racer. Yeah, there yeah. was an N64 version of that. There was a. Um, there I was don't know if there was. N64. An I thought it was on the computer. It, it was on a, PC too. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was on PC because we every. had the joystick. We played it with the joystick. It we played it on was, N64 too. I
2: remember it on N64, but yeah, I also remember it. Uh,
0: yeah. And then uh, I brought these games out from Mike specifically. We've got um, Star Wars, Dark Forces 2, Jedi Knight, Jedi Outcast. And then uh, here, pass that on to you. Historical artifact. (laughs) I still always, (laughs) Um,
1: yeah, I still always. uh,
0: Then there it is. Too much reflection. I still always forget. Jedi Uh, Academy. This was the sequel. Which one was this for, PlayStation? This is for PC, Obviously. but I, I think they got PlayStation 2 ports and GameCube ports um, eventually. But the first Jedi Knight
1: was when you were Kyle Katarn, right? Yeah, so Dark this Forces. One is,
0: this one is your somebody else? No, you're Kyle Katarn. What? And, and that one. Okay. Jedi, Jedi Knight Je- or Jedi Knight 2. Doesn't look
1: like him on this case.
0: That is him. Well, it's the other it's thing a weird CG render of him, that's why. Well, yeah, that's the other but thing. Yeah, the too I remember it being like uh like yeah,
1: it was a live action. Remember it was all like live action clips that would pop in
0: the game prior to that. Yeah. Just Dark Forces 2 Jedi Knight. This is um What is it? Jedi Knight that's 2. That's Jedi Knight 2, Jedi Jedi okay, so. Yeah. Yeah, there was Dark Forces, which yep. was a Doom clone basically, and then there was <laughs> Dark Forces 2 Jedi awesome, Knight though. which was same character yeah. Kyle Katarn um and uh yeah you that they had live action you know it was the first time a lightsaber had ever been filmed since the 80s when return of the Jedi was filmed it was a great so,
1: game and they just made up some random character Kyle Katarn. Kyle Katarn. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. <laughs> but
1: anyway, but, so... yeah, that's... Uh, a lot of the games have been amazing where they just make up some random character.
0: Even, so you wouldn't say you're a fanatic, yeah. but you're not a casual observer either. You're caught up on the movies. You're caught up on the yeah, shows. Yeah, that. You've seen all of them. You've seen Mandalorian. You've seen Boba Fett. Um yes. Andor, you said you started that Andor, one. but have to catch up on that one. Yeah. Yeah, and that's fine. Like, me... Um, I just finished Boba Fett myself, so I, you know, I saw Mandalorian one and two, and I was kind of season one and two of that, and was kind of disillusioned. And then we saw Andor, and we're kind of like, it's a slow burn for like the first three episodes, but then like every every trilogy of episodes after, or every trio of episodes after that, definitely picks up quite a bit. Um, So I'd say it's definitely worth it. Um,
1: Andor was a great show Yeah we enjoyed talking about that yeah, one Yeah
0: yeah because like we started this podcast When like Obi-Wan came out And mm. that was just a piece of shit It seems like <laughs> nobody really liked that one For Agreed. whatever reason um, Which uh, is a shame But Apologies <laughs> Sorry gotta add the drama there I was really this was was gonna be the toilet flush <laughs> 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 He needs um, to add that
1: instead of the Everything laugh track proceeding huh. as i have foreseen he's got the mo- he's got the most random i don't know quotes on
2: this thing side tangent i used to have one of these uh playing for xbox they had a little connector where you can add, same thing you add your little sound bite oh yeah i did all mine from the movie black dynamite
0: <laughs> i remember so this I would throw, if, I, if i'm
2: playing halo and i throw a grenade, I just. And I kill someone. I press the button and go. like, I threw that shit before I walked in the room. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. All right, let's start a black dynamite podcast. Okay. Yeah, there you okay. Go. Yeah. Just rewatch yes. it every week.
0: Anything. Anything. Um, I read a book about podcasting, and they're like, I "Yeah, welcome to license. Horse Radio Network." Um, <laughs> I'm like, "Wow. Okay." Um what but Black Dynamite?
1: I sell drugs to the community.
0: <laughs> Wasn't that one That's of yours
1: too?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Donuts, don't wear alligator shoes.
1: <laughs> this is uh, not a
0: piece of media that I am familiar with. I
1: gotta yeah, I gotta rewatch that movie. It's been a while.
0: Mm-mm. Um so we were saying um I'm caught up on Boba Fett now because him and AJ were bitching at me. They're like, how could you not see that and go into Mandalorian season three? Well, this, there's important
1: parts from there that you need to know. And I was even getting um, confused in the sense of that. Like, I was like, how did you not know about Grogu's story? And then I realized because I went back and watched Boba Fett. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm like, yeah, there was like a whole like two episodes in Boba Fett. That they burn to just really like talk about the Mandalorian. Right, and right. Like, and yeah, dive deeper into Grogu and the Mandalorian storyline with Luke and Ashoka. Right. And, they know, added- and everything like that. Yeah. So I completely forgot that that was in Boba Fett. For some reason, I thought that was somewhere in season two of the Mandalorian, but there's just so much. Crossover, right? right. It seems like you know, these
2: days, yeah, those episodes were the best part of Boba Fett, where it was just like, I'm watching more episodes of (laughs) (laughs) Mandalorian, right?
0: Yeah, it was kind of like a Mandalorian 2.5 season more than it was a Boba Fett thing. And it's like, oh, why is this show called Boba Fett then? Like, I get it in the long run, it starts with him and ends with him, but. It's really a Mandalorian. Yeah, like they bring. Cycle. Him in. Yeah, like they the bring PSB him in.
2: Game when you have a PlayStation two games and you're waiting for the second sequel to come out. It's like, oh, they're just throwing that PSP, PSP version of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, two point five. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what Fett was. Yeah, that yeah. was the PSP version.
0: <laughs> you he had more stuff <laughs> about <laughs> the dark saber in that one. Yeah, um, yeah, more blaster stuff too. Yep. Um, I mean it was cool. I liked it better um in some cases than some of the stuff in Mandalorian in season 1 and 2, but
1: <laughs> honestly, yeah, I hate to admit this, but like I completely missed the part where I think this was in Mandalorian like season 2 or 1 or something where um Din Djarin wanted uh Grogu to become a foundling mm-hmm. and was going to take him under his wing and make him, you know, uh basically, you know, of the Mandalorian culture and everything like that yeah i missed that at some point i <laughs> didn't know that was like the whole premise or that's what they were going for mm-hmm. um but yeah then luke swoops in at the end of season two and it's like nope i'm taking this guy he's got sure, force power sure. yeah i'm gonna try to make him into a jedi
0: yeah season three is or i'm sorry that boba fett season is where they kind of show that he makes the choice not yeah to. um <laughs> yep but he what is what, his what else? little baby maybe armor
2: then he just like lay out think that was to choose
0: from. yeah, yeah, he's like, What do you want? Here's your chain mail, your, your <laughs> yeah your armor, or you could have Yoda's lightsaber, which how fucking cool would that? I be? I know, yeah, it was um, so yeah, but bummer, whatever uh we'll <laughs> we'll see we'll see what they end up doing with this, but let's get into the episode here, um, we kind of, t- don, we kind of take it uh scene by scene, just um. Well, we'll Anything give it. Jumped out. At we'll you. do the quick overview, and <laughs> uh, then we'll go scene by scene. Um, sure. t- tell you what, um, cause you he, you just go ahead and do it. Yeah, you, you yeah. know, Don's we Dan's new to the thing. We caught you up because um, I think you hadn't started the season right. uh, just yet. So <laughs> I season, know we watched uh, all yeah, oh, so three episodes. Yeah, <laughs> we, he watched three. We've already done two episodes, um, but the basic gist of it now, um, he's he's taken off his helmet so he's he's labeled the apostate and then he's you know told to go on a quest to you know cleanse himself or redeem yourself and he does Uh, I think when we talked when AJ and I talked about this or AJ and Kelsey we thought this was going to take a lot longer but I'm like huh okay they wrapped this up really quickly in you know one or two episodes and you saw the really cool obvious Warhammer at least to my eyes Warhammer 40,000 Canoptic spider necron spider um which i tweeted out a picture about or i I showed you guys the picture of that but that creature was probably one of the well the thing that was design yeah piloting it
1: the the whatever was piloting it that was kind of like the grievous like yeah yeah thing where it was half uh a little
0: modular alien whatever it was yeah
1: it was like android you know whatever Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. that thing was probably cool but i wonder what it was doing to him you know because it just (laughs) sticks him with a needle starts harvesting for his blood and then
0: yeah it injects him with something and knocks him out after it gets him in the trap and then uh disarms him and then it stabs him with something else and then starts um sucking juice (laughs) out of him draining his yeah yeah and they never they never explain why and we never see that thing again um but cool nonetheless draining his plasma so that's how the first two episodes kind of go you he's he's given the quest he's tries to find a droid to help him, and then he ends up settling on having Bo-Katan help him because she's got nothing better to do. She's left alone in her castle on the, <laughs> the and the planet. miserable, yeah. System just, you know, sulking. So, but she
1: said she didn't want anything to do with him. She's like, get the F out of here. Yeah, yeah, she told She him tells that. him what to do. She's like, yeah, yeah, the planet's fine. Go there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then she's like, I, I'm not helping you.
0: Yeah, she tells him to kick rocks and says, good luck, but... Yeah, it doesn't really go all ends that up well. Sa- yeah,
1: ends up saving him.
0: Grogu, yeah, fortunately Grogu uh, gets away and is able to save him. So that's kind of the basic summary of episode um, one and two right there, of what happened. And now episode three takes a really weird left turn because it starts <laughs> with them, you know, escaping, getting back to um, uh, her home planet, which I'm trying to think what the name of is at this point. It's in the Mandalorian system. What's it called? Not Concordia. That was the moon of Mandalore.
1: I don't remember. This is the part of the podcast where we utilize you yeah,
0: okay, and, and okay. your knowledge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, this is where me and AJ sit back and yeah, you start rifling through yes s- through many different solar systems.
0: <laughs> anyway, they make they make it back to her planet only to be chased down by um, tie by by tie interceptors, which Not always. Yeah, yeah, really, really weird that they made the distinction, and I'm like, oh, they fly, they fall under the. nope, uh, sorry, wrong. They fall under the greater description of them being Tie Fighters because yeah. they're just quad cannon, a little bit faster too. Um, but where did they come from? They never, they never explain that because they leave Mandalore and then somewhere between leaving Mandalore and then flying back to her planet, do they get intercepted? By the uh, you know Iron Interceptors, they just um, mentioned,
1: like, oh yeah, there's an Imperial Warlord, you know, like where did these come from? Is yeah. there a Warlord
0: nearby? Um, but yeah,
1: like six of them just like popped out of nowhere, um, and then it turned into like a whole fleet of them.
0: Yeah, yeah, there were <laughs> bombers too. They bombed her castle, and then. Um, yep, he, I thought they mentioned something in that same conversation about like
2: stealing a ship. I could have been completely wrong because I might have been.
0: No, you're right because she. She has a whole fleet of, uh, you know, other Mandalorians yeah. that were in series two that, you know, helped oh, him out. Yeah. Um, But uh, she's like, well, when I didn't come back with the Darksaber, she's like, everybody left me behind. So mm-hmm. she's like, not got, Sasha Banks. I've got <laughs> no to see her again whatsoever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she plays one of the other Mandalorians.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that one. Uh, I think it's somewhere in season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sasha Banks is in there. She's a Mandalorian, part of Bo Katan's crew.
0: One of the girl ones. Actually, yes. she yeah.
1: is in the final episode of season two as well. I think. Yeah, it's her and Bo Katan, where the two Mandalorians that came to help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, I think you're right. But either way, uh, cost too much money. It was a. It was a. <laughs> <laughs> cost too much money to bring her back. So I thought it was a little weird where these uh, where these Tie fighters came from. Like, why would the Imperial Remnant be here if they had already bombed out, you know, the Mandalore system and didn't expect to, you know, there to be any other Mandalorians nearby? Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, detected her ship
1: or something. She's known for fucking something, with him. something, something. Yeah.
0: And then yeah, you have a pretty cool uh, uh, dogfight between the N one Naboo souped up Naboo Starfighter and. Uh, bo ship, which uh, I'm drawing a blank on what the name of it is again, but we'll look it up at some point. It's the Halo Sword.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. It yes. does look like that. I just appreciate every time there's a dogfight in, in ships, doesn't matter what kind of movie, there's always canyons and cliffs that they have to go through and maneuver out of. Mm-hmm.
1: Was that a real place? That wasn't a real place. What? Where the landscape and everything like that. That was fake, right? That oh. wasn't like... You know, I mean, Switzerland or, do, or something do, or do, Austria.
0: Do you want to have this conversation right now? Do, do you want to have this conversation <laughs> that they didn't use CG for that? Um, all of what you saw was CG, except for the actors. Um, that was CG. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, the
1: landscape is fake.
0: Yes. Yes. It, believe it or not, it doesn't look like that um, in real life. And they certainly wouldn't. Uh, and I thought that was Ireland. Yeah, I thought yeah. that too. I thought they were going <laughs> like, to say, yeah. What was cool. The cliffs of Moore, in Atlanta, in Atlanta. <laughs> Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> what was cool was when she does her like splitting thrusters move straight out of Top Gun Maverick. Where oh she yeah. Flips up one of the wings of uh, her, uh, her ship and then flips around to shoot behind her at the um, tie interceptor coming up on her six. Yeah. That was pretty cool. But I'm like, yeah, straight out of Top Gun, obviously, Top, or Top Gun Maverick. Um, then it gets to the weird stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, want to use Take it, the Wheel. Go ahead. Uh, give, me, give me your quick thoughts, because this was like a fucking crazy left turn that the series takes.
1: Yeah, so um, it jumps to Coruscant, mm-hmm. um, and then there's basically, you know, they, they reintroduce, um, you know, he's uh, Dr. Penn Pershing. Yeah. Um, you know, you see him in season one. Um, he is a scientist or doctor um yes. yes you know who's the the one that's trying to get grogu mm-hmm. um and do some cloning experiments on him yeah um so you know the whole theme is the republic has this um amnesty program amnesty, yeah the amnesty program that you know that they can be a part of um mm-hmm. and basically yeah rather than you know making these people prisoners or whatever i mean i guess they are prisoners in a sense but you know, they're given a new life. They are given a way to kind of help the Republic um, in a sense. and Rehabilitate
0: um, them in one way or kind of yeah. deprogram them, I guess. Yes.
1: Yes. Well, and that was the other thing that kind of was like the theme of it was like the guy was like, I was just trying to do research. You know what I mean? Like I thought it was important research. Yeah. Yeah. It was for the Imperials. That mm-hmm. part kind of sucks. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> you know what I mean? But He's like, I was getting to do some very, like, helpful research for, uh, you know, humankind or something like that. He's like, this research is still helpful. Sure. He's like, the Republic should still be doing it, yeah, you he know, know he
2: but. Gave, he gave us, like, his mother, <laughs> what's the story about? It's like, because his mother, if his mother was
1: still around, or uh, if they knew the cloning technology, this, then, that their mm-hmm, right. mother would still be
2: alive. Right,
1: exactly. Yeah, he's saying, he's like, this tech that I was working on, he's like, it just so happens that the Imperials... But I mean, like, I don't know. Think about it. Like, you know, if you're working for, uh, you know, BP or something like that, like, yeah, you're getting paid a shit ton of money to, uh, you know, do whatever for them. You're an engineer or something (laughs) for them. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, you're still mining fossil fuels and, you know, there could be leaks and you're destroying the environment. Sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, so there might be some good in there. Oh, you sound like an apologist.
0: (laughs) 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 Well, um, what's interesting is, yeah, they bring up cloning, and he mentions the the Kaminoans, Kaminoans, however he said it or however he mispronounced it, Kaminoans, Um, Kaminoans, Kamino. They were the cloners. I also wrote Luca
1: is wrong on the pronunciation. (laughs) I did also write that. Penn Pershing and Luca have the same exact glasses on, just these big fucking round round ones.
0: He had an extra metal piece for the bridge, but otherwise they were cool looking. Um, so
2: clearly you thought about it too. I know. Like, Hold yeah, on, what's I know. the difference? Luca,
1: Luca based his look off of this from season one. It's, it's really
0: weird. So I think what they're doing is uh, they're – for better or for worse, I think they're treating Star Wars kind of like what they're doing with Marvel franchise. They're trying to like treat it as a whole object because based on the reception of uh, episode nine, you know, Rise of Skywalker and how they explain Snoke, how Snoke was just an imperfect clone of Emperor Palpatine. And then you have the real cloned Emperor Palpatine brought back. I think they're trying to tie it back to that. Like, no, no, no. This is how. This is what led up to that. You know, trust me, it's going to pay off in twenty years, Star Wars time. GP but following. we're 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 retconning it now, or we're fixing the error <laughs> now, or something like that in yeah. the show. And I'm like, okay, it's like, yeah, I get it. But like, the from my understanding, they they the Republic or the Sith or whoever orders the creation of this clone army. They don't have cloning technology. So, what do they do? They go to the people that do. They happen to be mm-hmm. outer rim species that just specializes in that. They're Camino. the Caminoans, Caminoans. They clone things. <laughs> what? Bring us the DNA, we'll get you a clone. You want it augmented in any particular way and genetically modified? Sure. We'll get you some clones that obey you no matter what. Um, just give us some really good DNA, you know, base DNA to start with. And they start with, you know, a Mandalorian bounty hunter named Jango Fett. And then the, you know, so obviously rather than hire the Mandalorians, um, sorry, what are you going to say? Go well, ahead
1: I was going to say the backstory. I think we talked about this earlier. Maybe we'll look into it again. Um, but I don't think Jango Fett was not a Mandalorian. I think he just was granted some Mandalorian armor, you know, and then that's how Boba Fett got the armor. Where did just, you hear this? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I read this mm-hmm. Where did you read it <laughs> on Wikipedia <laughs> I do a lot of
0: Wikipedia reading yeah. myself
1: I, honestly, look it up. Um, I mean, I could be talking out of my ass here by the way, too, <laughs> but um, I'm pretty sure I read this that that's how the that's where it came from. Django Fett was not a Mandalorian. He did something maybe to help the Mandalorians or something like that mm-hmm. was granted some armor. And he got this honorary armor that he then passed down to, you know, because it was in his family. Yeah. You know, that's why Boba Fett was able to keep it or wanted to keep it. Um, And that's why even in the show, like Boba Fett's like, I need my I need my armor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he like he goes on this quest to get his armor back. Don, rebuttal, slay him. I mean, I
2: got none to slay. <laughs> <laughs> um. um Look look at that. We'll talk about uh, it yeah. next time,
1: but I'm pretty sure I heard that or saw that somewhere that Django Fett was not a Mandalorian.
2: Okay. It just seems weird that they'd be giving out armor because it seems that they take that very serious to sort of gift it out.
0: I like what he said. What Don <laughs> just said. Um <laughs> yeah. invited this guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's um, my special guest, all right. Yeah. Look look it's your own friends. Exactly, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we they're back to this cloning but, cloning guy, and it's like, where it's like, why are they doing this? This is a show about Mandalorians, but here we are going back to this guy who originally t- tried to clone Grogu. Turns out he's been captured by the Republic and now they're rehabilitating him. What I found kind of interesting is even though he's being rehabilitated, he's still wearing a uniform that looks like, a uh, okay, it's not gray or black like the imperial uniforms, mm. but it's still a tunic, you know, and he's still got the little medals in the same place that they would have been if he was an imperial, you know, doctor or an imperial officer. So it kind of seems weird that they're, uh, you know, <laughs> that they're rehabilitating them, but they're still making them wear uniforms and whatnot, and then they're putting them in prisons with, or, yeah. you know, amnesty communes or whatever they are with other imperial you know whatever the hell they were doing were they soldiers were they scientists were they technicians it's like they didn't even
1: give them names that's like
0: you're pl52 yeah yeah so jesus that was the other kind of dehumanizing thing i noticed and i'm like huh that's kind of odd i think yeah but whatever then you find another character that was on they introduced the other character um and her name it was like Aliyah Kane, G-68. Yeah, going yeah. by G, numbers. Officer G-68, yeah, Aliyah Kane. Uh, they don't say that right away, but... Right, um, yeah.
1: And, yeah, and so the whole... Uh, once they meet, um, it then becomes this interaction between them two. She kind of takes them around the whole Coruscant yeah. area that they're allowed to operate within, mm-hmm. Um you know, you could tell he's kind of unfulfilled with the duties that he's doing. You know, he was once this scientist that was working on cloning technology. Now he's like sorting through and just kind of decommissioning like Imperial technology and not really.
0: Yeah. He's, yeah. He's given a job, uh, you know, so that way he has a sense of purpose. he nine got a nine
1: to, a nine to five. <laughs> this is a common thing of Star Wars. Yeah. Oops, sorry. Um, <laughs> Kenobi was a fishmonger. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Nine He's five and you go to therapy. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. The, the therapy scene. Have you seen Blade Runner 2049? I have not. You have not? No. Okay.
1: Um, but he did mention Equilibrium. Okay. Which we've talked about, yeah, on here before, too. What parallels did you see with the movie Equilibrium? Also
2: one of my favorite movies. I mean, I just, I honestly barely remember Equilibrium too, but I just remembered, I don't know, it seemed very just like no emotions shown. Mm-hmm. Just And then you guys were mentioning the the therapy scene. Uh, I don't know what the me it just seemed like everything was controlled uniform like you can't speak out you can't talk you can't show any emotions. yeah it's like you do your nine to five you go to robot therapy yeah and then you go back <laughs> to your room
0: yeah equilibrium's <laughs> a a good a good pull because uh, yeah it's it's a post world war three uh, you know it's world called, it's we called robo therapy and um, <laughs> everybody is uh, you know lives in this one super city left yeah. over on earth the rest is just like this wasteland and whatnot and they're obviously this empire that, you know, has risen from the ashes of this, you know, World War Three. And in order to keep people in line, of course, you have the Gestapo that are wearing their black uniforms, which Christian Bale's character and mm-hmm. Sean Bean's character are both, you know, members of these clerics. Um which you could take it as Gestapo type. You could take it as like you know Sith like. However you want. A lot of people consider that movie a rip off of the Matrix because it came out like one year later or something like that. One or two years later, if I'm not mistaken, they're like, "Oh, I see where you pulled this idea from." Kurt Wimmer, the director and writer. Um, Let's we'll see the but, Matrix slice someone's face off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but everybody in that society, like uh, at specific intervals, they're they stop. They pull out like a a syringe, or yeah. not like a syringe, but like something that they jam into oh. their neck and they dose themselves. I thought it was a pill for some reason. It looks a pill too. Yeah, it, it looked like a pill, but it was something that they put oh, inside. They put it in a little a little injection. You're right. You're right. Gun or yeah. whatever, and they zap it into their zap it into their necks. Yep. I forget the name of the drug, Neuropazine, or but it's called an interval because like like clockwork like a tone goes yeah, off everybody like stops stands still Every day pulls at 4 out PM. their interview zaps it in their neck and then just starts walking it's yeah. really creepy um but cool nonetheless but it they explain right in the front like the um, the supreme leader or whatever he is father or was his name brother i forget father yeah father was the supreme leader's mm-hmm. name or whatever that was always on the screens talking um he explains uh, he's like you know we we developed this drug So that way we can, you know, tamper down the human emotions, you know, preventing the extreme highs, but also the extreme lows. No more rage, no more super sadness and depression. You're right there in the middle (laughs) the entire time. Um, Why are you two smirking? Um, (laughs) Okay, we can go back (laughs) to Star Wars yet, or are you just going to keep doing Uh, it? I'm elaborating on his point. I love that movie, um, Equilibrium. Don't you? You've seen it. Yeah, yeah, great it's movie. A, it's a I badass movie. From, I borrowed it from you guys, I think. I, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you, Christian very, Bale, very yeah. well might have. I had it on DVD.
1: Christian Bale at his finest. But also,
2: it was was robot therapy necessary at this point? <laughs> like, if it's a robot,
0: that, can't you just call?
2: <laughs> like, in our, like, we have that right. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I
0: know
1: we have video therapy that you
0: can. <laughs> so yeah, there there are two movies that I can think of that had something similar, and one of them where you're talking to the robot um, is. Uh, Uh, what's it called blade runner 2049 we mentioned where you know after uh daddy goss ryan gosling (laughs) after he goes on his bounty hunting mission and he kills uh um what's his name the wrestler uh you know sapper yeah dave bautista after he kills bautista he has to go you know see a therapist and it's playing some fucking creepy music and he's repeating this quotes from this book and um, only at the very end of it do you see that he's just talking to a machine the entire time, and it's the whole time it's tracking his heart rate or whatever, and it's like
1: yeah. constant mm-hmm. K
0: because uh, he's, you know, not showing any emotion. Like he just murdered another, you know, living thing, and they're psychologically evaluating him to see whether he's having any emotional reaction to it. Is his heart rate accelerated? Is he experiencing any emotion? Uh, you know, because – as a replicant, they're not supposed to be able to do that. You know, uh, they're just supposed to be numb to the world. And if you show emotion, it's signs of being human. So they have another scene in that same movie where he's definitely, uh, you know, wigged out because of what he's seen and the yeah. murder, blood, and gore that's he's been exposed to. But yeah, so he's uh, this Dr. Pershing guy is. Um, Talking to this robot, and you're like, oh man, that's like my last doctor's visit. <laughs> How long have they been blue for? Um, <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um, you got to help me,
1: doctor. They've actually been blue for six weeks. It's a Conan bit. Yes, this is a Conan <laughs> O'Brien <laughs> bit. <laughs> oh my God. When
0: he lets Andy take over the show. Yeah. he sets the couch on fire, <laughs> starts smoking. <laughs> He's <laughs> um, like, what the hell? I've been gone for five minutes. Um, go ahead. You you got something else written down or, or something you'd like to mention? Uh, not much. I mean, it was
2: for me, um, and I, I guess it's to my fault because I, I haven't rewatched the first season or first two seasons of Mandalorian in a while. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, once they made that change to Dr. you know, Pershing and, you know, uh, what's her name again? Elia, Aliy- Alia Kane. Um, it was kind of one of those things where I had to try, like, recall who they were because I just absolutely forgot. They were until you know. Alaya, uh, yeah.
1: Alaya, I think like barely shows yeah. up. Yeah, like there's like one split scene with her or something like that, you know. And they they mentioned she's like a com officer, um. So like you barely see her in, in any of the other seasons, um. You know, but the doctor was very prominent, you know, just because he was the one going after Grogu, yeah, um, and had Grogu for a little bit and was poking and prodding yeah. him and stuff like that, so.
0: Yeah, so he sees the benefit of this cloning technology, yeah. whether they've stole it from the communoans or they, you know, uh, the communoans lent them the technology or they developed it, the Empire dev- reverse-engineered it or developed it in-house, however they ended up doing it. But what's kind of funny is um, there's a couple lines earlier in the episode as soon as they show up on Coruscant because he's giving his little speech telling them, like, I'm so thankful to the Republic to be, you know, rehabilitated, you know. I was honestly pursuing this, you know, in in earnest and, you know, for what I thought was the greater good. And, of course, my work was misappropriated and whatnot. And then he's surrounded by these politicians or whoever they are. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's expressly – I don't think they say – they're like, oh, yes, you work for the, you know, the Republic now. Good to have you on our side. And the one guy kind of flippantly is like, I can't tell these days. Empire, Republic, does it matter? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I caught that line, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah where I'm it's like, just
1: like, they don't give a fuck. They're going to be rich whoever's lead, sure, leading the sure. way. Sure,
0: yeah. And even even uh, Eli Kane, she says the same thing when she's talking to him when they're on one of their little excursions when they're wandering around she's like yeah well you know they took down the uh, cogs the imperial navy logos and just put up rebel alliance logos so that's a big deal you know yeah. so is nothing's really changed right and i'm yeah. like hmm. well on a planet like coruscant with who knows how deep the corruption is going inside the bureaucracy of uh yeah. of that planet but either way um, she convinces. Uh, take this part, Mike. Um, what happens after? She, you know, she finds out he's the clone guy.
1: Yeah. So um, there's also a scene too where you know once he gets to the little commune, mm-hmm. um, there's a couple different uh, um, you know former imperial officers or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and they go through that thing. Like, what do they miss? Sure. You know, and then the one guy misinterpreted, or uh, Dr. Pershing kind of misinterpreted it. He's like, no, he's like, I'm glad the Imperials are, you know, crumbling and not really prominent anymore. And then he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, I didn't mean that. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, I meant like food wise. <laughs> <laughs> and I like started laughing. He's like, I missed the ration. You know, I missed these one cookies that they made. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Imperial biscuits. Me. Um, but then, uh, yeah, Elia kind of uses that to kind of get the in with him because she, mm-hmm. she gets some and gives it to him. Um, but you could tell he's becoming increasingly more frustrated with, you know, what he's doing. You know, it's kind of like whatever he's doing is not what he wants to do. You know, like well, he his ha- whole his whole role is his
0: doctor. He's got a Ph.D. He's a doctor. He's a scientist, you know? you know, very talented. And what they have him doing is going scrubbing through Imperial records just destroying everything they're like get rid of all of this yeah um yeah so he he's not fulfilled with
1: what he's doing mm -hmm. um you know but um alia kind of plants in his head like hey we can get your old research going you know here's how we do it and at first he's kind of against it but then he finally you know come comes along and says like all right let's do it shows up at her shows up at her door says like let's where do I get the lab at? Mm-hmm. You know, and then they go on this adventure to kind of get the lab. They sneak onto the train, um, which I thought was a cool scene, by the way. Uh, Coruscant in general, I thought was pretty cool. It kind of reminded me, I don't know if you played Final Fantasy VII. You did not. Mm-hmm. Um, Midgar. You were like a Final Fantasy X guy. Right? Final Fantasy X. So, seven, yeah. Seven. <laughs> everything I know from seven, I think, it was from watching you. <laughs> There's the gold saucer. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys remember that scene. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, that was dun, that's dun, the exact dun, music. Dun, yep, dun, yep. Dun, yeah, and it's very bright and colorful dun, and everything like that. That's what that's what Coruscant looks like to me. Mm-hmm. It's very like carnival and bright, these games and yeah, colorful. bright lights, colorful, all of that stuff. Um it reminded me of uh the gold saucer from Final Fantasy Seven. Why didn't it remind um, you of Midgar? Because Midgar was like I mean Obviously, yeah. There's aspects of that, but that scene in general—they're like at this carnival. You know, somebody's doing close-up magic. They're <laughs> sucking on something colorful. Yeah, yeah. Um, their ice cream. Yeah, whatever. The, the oh, glowing ice obstacles. cream. <laughs> the, glow, the glowing yeah. popsicles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Focus. yes, Midgar. Midgar would be a comparison too. You know, where it's just kind of like Midgar's
0: a, more. Uh, but Midgar's Andor. like slummy. Andor. Yeah. Lower yeah. levels of Andor. But or totally, course, in.
1: totally makes sense too. Totally makes sense too. Um, you know, and another thing from Final Fantasy seven is there. There's a scene <laughs> where they're on a train, as well, and they gotta like jump off. Um, so that ends up happening to them too. Um, they're trying to take the train to go to this old. Um, it looked like a star destroyer, right? But mm-hmm, like one yeah. of the one of the old like Republic ones, um, or do you think it was earlier than that? I, I couldn't th- really tell. It was like partially dismantled.
0: Based on what I saw, I think it's just, uh, you know, Remnant, yeah. Imperial-class, Star Destroyer. It's not a Venator-class. It's not an Acclimator-class or See, anything this like is, that. This is, <laughs> what, we need, this is uh, what
1: we need him for, just the different like types. in Clone Wars? I would just say Star Destroyer and then be... That's the level of knowledge I that
2: can, I, can, I can do this
1: with Mario Kart. If we need to.
2: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: sorry I'm going over your head with the different classes yes, yes. of Star Destroyers that I am familiar with.
1: Anyways, Okay. So they sneak on this Star Destroyer. They're putting together his, you know, mobile lab. He's grabbing what he needs. Mm -hmm. You know, then as they're getting ready to get off of the ship, you know, they notice some flashlights. Somebody's there, you know, so they're trying to escape and be quiet. Um, But as they're running out, you know, they all of a sudden get ambushed by these rebel troops. Mm -hmm. Um, And as soon as it happens, you know, Aliyah grabs the kit. And goes and stands on the other side, like right. She set the whole fucking thing up, you yeah. know. So that was the weird, you know. And then that was the weird part of it. Like, what was her, like, what's her motivation? You know what I mean? Like, there's, I don't know. This whole section, mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought was just weird. Uh, you know, as far as the episode goes, because they kind of sandwich, you know, they have stuff with the Mandalorian and Bo Katan in the front and the end, uh-huh. but then they have this whole, like, what are they trying to? Uh, why are they reintroducing this you know they're setting you yeah. up for something in like the later seasons you know why yeah. are they talking about this uh, cloning technology? why do they have this guy and um Elia uh, you know why why do they tap into their, uh, Storyline again is kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't really know. I, I mean, I've watched ahead to season or season four. I've watched ahead to see episode uh, four mm-hmm. is the as far as I've gone. So I'm only one episode ahead, and
0: I can't say yeah. anything. Yeah, that, exactly. You know, just so, to just to avoid spoiler, assuming, spoilers. We'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah. But why they why they AJ just patented patently said he did not like this episode. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah. what's not to like? I'm like, I know it has little to do with the Mandalorian except for the very beginning and very end that they, they're chased by Empire off of her planet. It's bombed out. She's got nowhere to go. She winds up with more Mandalorians towards the end. But, yeah, very interestingly, this Pershing guy yep. is arrested. She cleverly sneaks away with the, uh, you know, medical supplies, which it's like, wait a minute, why isn't she being handcuffed too? Mm. And then they show, they're like – They're like, listen, you know, the um, the Mon Calamari doctor is like, just sit back, relax. And he's looking around. He's like, he's like, you got me strapped to a fucking mind flayer, dude. He's like, get me out of this thing. (laughs) Yeah. 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 No, no, it's painless. Trust me. Look at the smile on my face. Um, (laughs) I'm you know, I'm completely rehabilitated and so will you be. And he's like, this is a mind flayer. Get me out of this. And he's like, no, no, it used to be called that. We dialed down the voltage. He was just pl-
1: he was just playing an Oculus. That's what they put <laughs> on his head.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, what is it in Andor? They did use some practical effects. They like I don't know. One of the things you see, one of the the cast members use. It's a um, uh, what is that camera? The disposable one with the, It's a Polaroid camera. Like he unfolds it because those collapse down into like a little foldable thing. It's one of those. It's yeah. just painted black with like a shiny <laughs> lacquer black to look like Darth Vader. And I'm like, "Oh, cool, clever." But he's like using it like it's an e-reader or something like that. But anyway, uh yeah, so he's strapped into this thing and yeah. you know, they f- give him the brain scrambles as a uh, Laszlo would So say. she got
1: him to put together what he needs for a mobile lab and then she, you know, seems like not a lot rep- for cloning. I was going to yeah, say, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: he <laughs> I think the the well, again, uh so there's three as far as I've gone. So I'm, am <laughs> you know, uh, predicting whatever. Uh, I don't think it was more so of that actual lab you put together. I think that that was her goal was to get his mind erased. What it seemed like, mm-hmm. and it seemed like she's actually not even fully, uh, you know, part of the, the the new republic now. Mm-hmm. Like there's still someone behind the scenes that she's working for. Yeah, right. She wants you know. So if the goal was to get him. Uh, get Doctor Pershing in that mind flare and get his mind flare. That's that's where that's where I kind of got the. That's what I felt when I saw that scene more than anything. Well, yeah, she's got all He's the tools the at one. this
0: point, um, and hopefully the recipes to start cloning <laughs> stuff. Uh, yeah, she doesn't need him anymore. She's yeah. like, don't worry. She's like, I, if we have to, we could go find the Caminoans again and get them to fill in the gaps for us. But why are you making that face?
1: Cause um, <laughs> didn't they like? destroy them or something like that. They're so this is um I, I may be mistaken cuz um I think the whole um Clone Wars uh show, mm-hmm. I think there's a episodes on there where they destroy like that whole facility and everything like that. So uh, I think I think their technology is gone as well. Once again, I could be wrong, <laughs> um <laughs> but um I'm pretty sure that's what happened. That's why yeah, maybe the cloning technology is kind of lost. Um, and he's the only one that knows it. <laughs> mm. I don't think the the Kaminoans, as they said it in the show, <laughs> not Kaminoans, Luca. <laughs>
0: anyway. Um,
1: yeah, I think they blew up like their whole facility or something like that, so that way the, the cloning stuff.
0: That could be right. Here's why I'm... I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt because I don't number one, yeah, I don't know a lot for certain. Th- number two in um do you ever, what other Star Wars games have you played? Um, um gee, what are the, the more like recent like any of the more recent like one the Battlefront the... one and yeah, two? Yeah. Okay. Battlefront oh, two yeah. <laughs> and that was more
2: just for the online play, so it's
0: not like I <laughs> <that> was fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Battlefront two, you start off as like an Imperial commando or something like that, and it takes place um uh well, it takes place in a couple different generations. But in, I think actually in one of those maps, like one of the maps where you're flying around in space, you, the the battle is taking place on Camino, And it takes, I think there's two phases of it. There's a, it takes place on the ground and it takes place on the little platforms in the cloning facility or whatever, where you're just running around. So the CIS has invaded and you're, you know, you're playing as either clone troopers or the CIS attacking, uh, you know, clones are defending, CIS is attacking, um, and you get to play as either faction. It's a pretty cool map. Um, a lot of choke points. Um, then there's also, uh, like a map where you play in the air. So you're flying around in TIE mm-hmm. fighters and CIS aircraft. I, I, don't know a lot of their craft off the top of my head, but you're flying around as them and it's a, you know, air battle or whatever. Yeah. And there's star yeah. destroyers, you know, going back and forth and you have to take out some of the smaller cruisers and this and that. So it's pretty cool. Um, so I think you're right. Uh, I, I don't know that they I had... I think the, the c- Empire came back and just wiped out
1: all the... That that whole facility or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's why this... this yeah, they're bringing up cloning stuff again.
0: What's interesting is, uh, do you remember, do you know who Ki-Adi-Mundi is, the Jedi? He was the yeah. He was the guy with, like, the cone head yeah. kind of uh, look to him. In Revenge of the Sith, when he gets killed, they're on some planet that's, like, got snow falling, and they're on, like, a bridge. Yeah. And they're, you know, him and his yeah. snow troopers are running across it before they betray him, like the Order 66. That planet, again, this is according to the Battlefront to 2006 PlayStation 2 game or whatever, whenever that original Battlefront 2 came out. um, The whole point of the mission of that game was to secure, like, some super laser or some crystals to make super lasers or something like that. I think... But like everywhere, everywhere the the CIS was invading or or the Empire was invading the CIS, it was to capture some technologies mm-hmm. somewhere along the way that was crucial to the manufacture of the Death Star, from what I understand. So the planet that Ki Adi Mundi was on, like once the you know. Um, part of Emperor Palpatine's genius being able to... Everything is proceeding (laughs) as I have... been able to...
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he was the master manipulator. Yeah, being the mastermind, he
0: was. He's got the CIS building some parts of his, uh, you know, uh, his ultimate weapon, the Death Star. And then he's got a clone army, you know, manufactured by the Republic, which he also controls. He controlled both sides of that war at any given time. And he also press the button to stop the war when he sent Anakin in there to you know kill off all the um the confederate leaders sorry i dropped my pen i don't need to write anything down but i was going to
1: say yeah what what are you struggling to pick it's up like, over why, there <laughs> why why yeah. are you
0: flailing about in your chair but anyway you know yeah so
1: yeah that's that's Dionosians designed it yeah yeah so i i think that's what happens if i remember correctly from um yeah from um you know, the Clone Wars the show. Uh, show. yeah, the That'd be cool. Show.
0: I wonder what they look like animated in that, you know, style of 3D animation. You should watch the show. I know. I need to, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, to I, find out. <laughs> I, I plowed through Boba Fett just to help out with this series, filling yeah. the gaps that I was missing because I realized that was a huge mistake. I had no idea. I thought, but I know somebody at work mentioned, they're like, Hey, yeah, you know, Boba Fett, cool show, I like how it's me, really just about the Mandalorian. In certain yeah, parts. I like
1: how me and AJ have been telling you this, and then some jackass at your office says, yeah, you should totally watch it, and then you're like 100% <laughs> in. <laughs> no, Apology, he didn't say to watch so it. You just said that. Leader. All right, well, anyways, um, who wants to close it out?
0: Let Don, t- throw Don it Don down. That'll close
1: it out, so he gets the Oculus, brain scrambles. Yeah, and you see... Uh, <laughs>
2: What's it called? You see, I keep calling it G thirty G sixty eight, but yeah, G68. yeah, yeah. Alia You see her turn up the voltage. So again, that's she was very clearly want to flay the brain, mm-hmm. not just uh, give them pleasant memories or whatever it was they were doing initially. Um, but yeah, and then super
0: menacing, yeah.
2: <laughs> and then I guess we what they jump back to showing uh, uh, Dinjarin, Din- 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 Dinjarin, and, yeah, and uh, Dinjarin, and then uh, going back to. I forgot what the place was where he, the hideout, he called it the hideout. Uh, the
0: Mandalore, uh, the Mandalore convert or covert covert. I yeah.
2: Do they ever say the planet? I don't know. I if don't they, think so.
1: Okay. Yeah. I don't know if they talk about it, but yeah.
2: Yeah. So, you know, they, he proves that he went through, he took, they took the bath that he needed to be uh mm-hmm. <laughs> cleansed And that <laughs> way he could be part of them again. And, uh, and then you find out that because uh, Bo-Katan saved him from, you know, basically stepping into the deep end without noticing. <laughs>
0: yeah where out, he sinks like funny? a fucking lead rock yeah exactly to the
2: bottom <laughs> which i i don't know why i found that so funny like, but anyway so you find out because she's she, because she saved him and uh you know and didn't take off her helmet since that she has been cleansed too and is a part of their you know Them. their clan yeah yeah both are redeemed but she didn't seem too happy about it. I mean, you could clearly tell
1: with that mask on, but
0: uh, <laughs> you could see her frowning yeah. underneath.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting because Bo Katan has always... And then always she
0: saw the Mythosaur, too.
1: Yes. The Mythosaur, mm-hmm. yes. What was weird was in that episode, where she kind of was like, hey, have you ever, you know, and then she's like, oh, never mind. Mm-hmm. You know, she doesn't really want to like bring it up that she actually saw it down there.
0: Doesn't want him to think she's crazy or anything like that or she's seeing things. So
1: I don't know if she's stoked to get back in this clan, but she's got no one else. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, yeah. Yeah. They converted her. And she... Was the name of this episode The Convert? The
0: The Converter? Um, The Convert? Yeah, The Convert. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: so two people were being converted.
0: Well, not converted. He was (laughs) still a Mandalorian. She's the one that needs to be brought back into the fold because these people are, you know, extremists. Well, he was going from an apostate, you know, Mm -hmm.
1: to back to in their good graces.
0: Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. just to be back in the tribe and their, you know, basic status. You know, he's not an infidel anymore. Um, Um, but yeah. So, but yeah. The the cool thing. They welcome her in. So we'll see how that plays out in the next episode um, afterwards. But any other closing thoughts before that? Um, I guess we could start wrapping it up now because we're at, uh, let me see here. Cue the music. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So. (laughs) I know this always
1: makes us, yeah. This this song is a fucking banger, all right? It's a banger. I
2: feel like I have to tap dance out of the room as this (laughs) plays.
1: Give me one of those pie hats. Right? <laughs> the WB. I the king, that too. <laughs> the frog, <laughs> the frog with the tuxedo
0: on. Yeah. It or whatever. Overall, a <laughs> pretty strange episode. Oh, sorry. What we were gonna we need we, to give it a review. Yeah, we got to give our light, out We got to uh, give our lightsaber rating. How many lightsabers oh. do you give this episode? Out of what? You want to out, of, out five, of five? Yeah. That's right, okay. You want to go first, then? Yeah, since you're a special guest, we'll let you go first.
2: Uh, well. Guiltily, I'm one of those suckers that, like, if the Mandalorian's not in the episode, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like, what the fuck am I watching? No matter, (laughs) I don't care how they push the story forward. If, like, if he's not there, if it's not Pedro Pascal, like, (laughs) what am I watching? So, um, you know, and then given the fact that, like I said, to my fault, though, like, I had to kind of recall who these characters were and who the doctor Mm -hmm. was, and, like, oh, yeah, that's, but, you know, no, no Pedro Pascal, right off the bat, you know, can't give it more than a three. Yeah. Okay. So, but I'll leave it at a three because I do actually like the twist at the end. Uh, sure. Both twists, really, with the uh, Alaya mm-hmm. as well as, you know, finding a Bo is now part of their part of their clan. So I like both those twists at the end. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But again, like following a doctor
0: eating glowing lollipops or popsicles <laughs> wasn't a. <laughs> 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 it was a little weird how they set that up. Um, yeah. But yeah. still, I think the visuals of what they were showing they're still wearing uniforms they're yeah. they they've got numbers instead of names um what have you yeah that was kind of like the
1: underlying theme for like that whole scene you know mm-hmm. it was
0: like what what really changed
1: you know what yeah you just, you just changed names instead of Imperials now it's just called republic you're still you know there's still people getting treated like shit sure sure you know so um yeah, but I'm on the same boat as Don as far as like I would give it maybe like a two or three mm-hmm. kind of rating, just in the sense of yeah, like I want to see Bo Katan, I want to see the Mandalorian, I want, but you know, like I said, there's something, there's a reason why they reintroduce you know this, mm-hmm. this stuff, you know, so they're setting you up for something, so you know that's why, I, I, you know, it's more a three than it than it is anything else, but okay, yeah. Yeah, but I liked, yeah, the the Coruscant, like I said, reminded me of, uh, you know, the Final Fantasy VII, the gold saucer, Um, the train scene was cool. You know, there were aspects of it that were were still pretty cool and exciting, even though, yeah, it was, you know, you're just following the scientist around the majority of the show, Eh, you know, (laughs) who's going through, yeah, robo, (laughs) robo therapy.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It, uh, believe it or not, I'm, my uh, rating is definitely going to surprise you guys. I give this we episode know. Um, five out of five. Um, I and- knew this was
1: coming. Because, like, anything me and AJ, anything me, AJ, like, or anyone else likes, like, that's like, yeah, beloved to the world, like, Luca hates. So, and then, the-
0: I know AJ's going to call me a contrarian and a fucking Star Wars <laughs> hipster for this, and <laughs> on and on, yada, yada, so on and so forth. Okay, fine. Call me those things, but in the in the again, uh, maybe this is me kind of not judging this episode on its own. I'm looking at the whole series because, yeah, yeah. as I said, I've watched ahead, so I've uh, I've got a little bit more insight as to what's going on here. But I do appreciate what they did because, again, they're taking a risk um, compared to you know some of the other episodes, but. They they start off, they show Din Djarin. He's like, they're like, you took your helmet off. You're not one of us anymore. They tell him, all right, f- here's how you could fix it. He fixes it. Now what? Now they roll in uh, Bo-Katan, who has nothing to lose at this point. So yeah. why doesn't she, you know, join up with the rest of the Mandalorians? She's got no other clan, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they call back to something from season one, which it's like, why the hell was Grogu in this story from the first place? It's like... He's kidnapped in episode mm-hmm. one. They find the 50 year old baby. Um, and then only a few episodes later, you know,
1: Yoda was like 900 years old when he died. So yeah, yeah of yeah. course he's only like 50.
0: Yep. Yep. I, I remember. Um, but they, they bring this doctor character back in who was in season one yep. along with the, uh, the brilliant Werner Herzog, who's the, uh, the client I think is what he was called. And that and mm-hmm. where, where, I think he asks the guy, he's like, what are you going to do with them? And then that's when he's like, very disappointing that a Mandalorian would ask such a question after a contract has been completed or whatever. And then, yeah, Grogu's knocked out and they've already done a few experiments on him. And I think, doesn't Gina Carano help bust him out at that point or no? I think he just goes in solo and backstabs everybody.
2: No, I'm pretty sure she was in there. She helped them out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, something like that.
0: I, yeah. See, I I need to rewatch the previous yeah, yeah. season one and two as well. Anywho, um, so I so five out of five. Five out of five. They took a risk.